The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of the California Angels and the City of Los Angeles, on the occasion of Her Majesty's royal visit, please welcome internationally renowned opera star Enrico Palazzo. Yes, he's in the intensive care ward at Our Lady of the Worthless Miracle. Listening and looking live at the Hans Rico Palazzo Fantasy Baseball Podcast. Welcome in. I'm Michael Govier, along with my co-host Christopher Geary. Palazzo Podcast at ProtonMail.com. Palazzo Podcast on Twitter, Facebook, all your favorite social media platforms. Two L's, two Z's. Utah. Give me two. We are in business. It's the fabulous Fab and Streamer Show. We do this every Sunday night at about 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Geary, this is becoming my favorite show. Yeah, because you have a million teams and you have a million uh, opportunities for fab. I have one. <laughs> yeah, no, well, that's a negative. That's not fun for me at all. But you know, <laughs> well, it's fun see, to talk about it, though. <laughs> I can see that point. I can see that. Um, Absolutely. I wanted to uh, give a shout out here to my guy, Anthony. Anthony Gialdi. Anthony, I got the shirt. Look at this. It's awesome. Kansas City Moose. Anthony sent this to me. That's sweet. Very cool. I love I it. I love it. You can't see this on the podcast, but it says Kansas City Moose. And then it also says uh, Vegas 2021. I'm not sure what that means. Anthony, if you're out there, let us know. I don't get it. But I love the shirt. So thank you so much. I like Moose. Don't you? Marty Moose. Marty Moose. Yeah, absolutely. Marty Moose. Marty Moose. (laughs) Marty Moose. So on today's show, it's real simple. We're going to talk about who we're picking up this week, uh, who's got the best schedule, who's going to benefit the most, what players are we targeting this week. It's all going to happen here on this very brief, quick, one-hour edition of the Hey! It's Enrico Palazzo Fantasy Baseball Podcast, which is part of the Rota Fanatic Podcast Network. I would like you to know that we have some excellent stuff that comes out on the weekend. We got schedule factors from Crosby Spencer. Awesome. Lays out the whole week's schedule for you. Who benefits, who doesn't. Then we got closing remarks from Mike Carter, Mr. Doctor, full bullpen breakdown all across the league. And then the infirmary report from Dave Funnel. You should be following all three of these guys, Crosby Spencer, Dave Funnel, and Mr. Doctor Mike Carter, and reading these articles because they have everything you need to know for a brand new week of fantasy baseball. Injuries, bullpens, and schedule. Boom. Say no more, dude. There it is. They should call they should call the IL the infirmary. I like that. Yeah, well, Dave Funnel does a great fucking job. He really does. Sam yeah, Jacobowitz is in the house. It's good to see you, Sam. What's up, my man? Sam traded DJ LeMayhew for Aroldis Chapman and Liam Hendricks. He thinks it was a good move. What do you think, Gary? Shutting down your bullpen. I mean, Chapman's been absolutely lights out now that he's added a third pitch. Like, he, he's just deadly. He got three uh, saves in the last week, and Yankees are starting to heat up a little bit. And Hendricks has been back, too. The last couple uh, outings, he's looked pretty good. He did give up a home run last night to tie the game up, but oh. he's not having a problem striking guys out. He's going to end up with a ton of saves. So I'm fine with that. You got you got two lockdown closers, two guys that you know you can depend on in a environment where – Bullpens are volatile. We have no idea what's going to go with them. These guys are two guys that are certainly going to get the opportunities, and they'll both probably end up with over 30 saves. I think two it's a good move. Hey, it's a great move. Uh, Chapman looks to be right now one of the most reliable closers in all of the land. So I think it's a smart move, too, because you don't have to worry about injuries with him. I know he's probably been on the IL a couple of times, but not very often. He's pretty durable, isn't he? Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, even a, a couple of years ago, there was like a downtick in his fastball, but like it's back up to 99, 100 right now. And that now that he's added this third pitch, which is like this like power sinker that he throws at like 92, he's yeah. unstoppable. So it, he's really just elongated his career with this third pitch. So if that fastball goes away to where it's only like 93, 94, he's going to be fine with the other stuff he's got. Chapman. He made a mistake when he was younger, but he's moved on from that. He's growing. He's matured. Good for you, Mr. Aroldis. Uh, Brian Kay's with us. As always, Brian never misses a show. He went out to dinner, and he can't wait to watch later. Have a great show. Oh, he's not watching. Oh, okay. But Brian at least popped in. You know, that's a dedicated, loyal part of our Palazzo Pod community. Brian Kay, my man. Shout out to you. Had to go out to dinner, but he still popped in to drop a comment on the show. I love that. Much respect to you, Brian. All right. So this week... It doesn't look like uh, the most exciting week that we've had with four weeks of fab and waiver wire moves. It's looking a little more dry. Is there one name, though, that's like, you got to have it, dearie. I got to have so-and-so this week. Is there one name that sticks out in particular? I'm going between two guys right now, either the hitter or the pitcher, but... I think it's Chris Flexen right now. I put a bid out for him. He's looked oh. really good so far through 23 innings. Uh, he's given up seven runs, 21 Ks through 23 innings, which is really encouraging. 2.62 ERA for a Mariners team that's doing really well. I think Chris Flexen is a real nice ad this week in Fab. Chris Flexen is a guy I loved opening weekend. I remember he pitched very well in his first start against San Francisco, I believe. And I have no objections. He was playing in the Korea, I think, in the KBO. And now he's back. He's got a little more experience. He's added a breaker, I think. A more. He's got a better uh, slider. or I'm not sure exactly what his breaking pitch is, but it's improved. And it's going to give him more strikeouts. So I think it's a great call. Pitching in Boston is not easy. And you got to give a guy credit there. Yeah, absolutely. Way, he, yeah. He, he shut him down yesterday. So Shut uh, him down. He, shut, shut him down. He, shut, he, shut he him down. Hit. Hasn't been getting hit hard at all, and uh, I think it's a good move going forward. I think he's in that rotation now, and uh, he's going to be an opportunity to help your team out. So I have no idea what bids are going to go out for him. He's kind of the only – I mean, there's a couple pitchers out there. Him, Kyle Gibson looked really good last night, even though he, <sighs> he, he didn't get the win, but he only gave up one run against the Rangers. And is this the time? Like, is Kyle Gibson, like, a fantasy option now? People liked him when he moved over last year over to the Rangers and thinking, oh, maybe Kyle Gibson, maybe new – New start, new place, and he's looked pretty decent so far. I, I do have a small bid in for Gibson as well. Apparently, he added a uh, cutter that is good now. That's the rumor. Somebody made a great joke in reference to Jeff Zimmerman. I can't remember who it was. You know, Twitter, just endless feeds of information. And somebody made a comment about, yeah, Kyle Gibson added a so-so cutter in the offseason. Watch out. But apparently, it's more than so-so. This could be very, very good. Uh, Sam Jacobowitz says, I'm about to pick up Chris Sale. When this dude comes back, he could be an ace-like pitcher. Well, he is an ace-like pitcher. I think that's we already know that. But the question is, how many innings are you going to get out of him this year? And is it worth stashing? Your IL spots with all the injuries that are already out there in the first place and your bench are going to go into the decision regarding guys like Sale, Noah Syndergaard. Yeah, it's tough. I have him sitting on one of... Uh, in one of my redraft leagues, he's sitting on the IL right now, and I don't know how many innings I'm going to get back from him. The worry from a guy that comes back from an injury like that is how does that how does that factor into your mental attitude when you're out on the mound? Like, are you thinking about that injury? Are you thinking about re-aggravating it? Like, that is something that probably toys with a lot of guys, you know, mental makeup. So that'll be one thing that I'm really interested to see. We'll see. I mean, they're saying what? Do, Early June, late mid mid July, maybe. We don't really know. We don't. We, we know. don't know. I I, no. I I mean, I know he's at the site now. Um, he's been fucking around, and they already said there was a delayed something happen in early April or late March, which slowed his progress. So who knows? I I, I mean, they're gonna have to. They're gonna make sure that he's. 100% healthy and right, not only physically, but mentally before they throw him back out on the mound, because they got a lot of money invested in this guy. And he's only what he's 33 now, maybe 32. He's still pretty young. Yeah. He's not put off the pasture by any means, but it's no. just a matter of what are you going to get and how much room do you have to maneuver in your league? That's what it's all about to me. And I don't think his talent is doubted at all. And if the team is as good as it looks, Boston looks like a really solid team. Having sale for the second half of the year could be a real nice, boost to your fantasy baseball squad. Am I wrong? 
Oh, no, not at all. I mean, if he comes back oh, and no. looks good, oh. he has value either, either for your team or you could uh, ship him off and get some guys who you know will be dependable for the rest of the year. Hell yes, my friend. I am so excited. Anybody else that you're looking forward to this week, Deary? Anybody else on your mind just before we dive into some more details? Uh, Adolis Garcia. He's looked really good. He's now batting like fourth or fifth for Texas every night. I think he had three home runs this week. So that's that's probably going to be the hottest name out there in most TGFBI leagues if he is available. Okay. Ryan on the live chat, by the way, Ryan is part of the live stream where you could comment on every time we do the show, Sundays, Wednesdays, and Fridays on YouTube at Palazzo Podcast, two L's and two Z's, just in case you confuse the spelling. Utah. Gary Busey. Give me two. He's always there to remind you. Ryan says that I predict Sale throws under 50 innings this season. He will be babied. Ryan, not a fan, not optimistic about Sale, and... I'm not sure. It looks like he had some Red Sox colors in his avatar, but it says trust the process. It doesn't mean that he's a Red Sox guy at all. Right, Ryan? That's a Sixers thing, right? Basketball. (laughs) Trust the process. God, that was ages ago. Good old, what's his name? Sam. How can I forget his name? Sam Cassell? (laughs) No, the guy. The guy who came up with that whole plan. Sam, what's his face? I cannot believe it. You remember that guy? No. The GM who said trust the process and he made the whole thing happen. Okay. I don't know any GMs in NBA. You know the NBA. That's bullshit. Anyways, Ryan says, <laughs> Sam Jacobowitz says, you're guessing he comes back in August. Uh, that's very low in Sam's opinion. Sam, uh, I just think with Sale, it's always very uncertain. So debating this is kind of futile in my opinion. Presto, says Sam. Sam says presto. I've never seen that in the live chat. That's hilarious. Sam Hickey, thank you. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you. That's what I was thinking of. Sam fucking Hickey of the 76ers. All right. Oh, Yancey's so, with us. So he's Hi, saying he co- <laughs> Govey's green screen isn't working. Oh, no, he, it work. yeah. he, he can't. Yeah, watch what happens, Yance. <laughs> he has a green shirt on. Mm. I'm like floating Mar- head now. You're like Marty McFly in Back to the Future when he starts to disappear while playing guitar on stage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. Sam Presti was on OKC. Okay, now we're getting lost in the weeds on NBA shit. All right. But thank you, Sam. Sam Hinky was the correct answer. I appreciate that. Anyways, Yancey's here. Good to see you, Yancey. Here's my floating head for those of you in the live stream. See, if you're in the podcast, you're missing my floating head right now. That's top-notch entertainment, if you ask me. All right, let's cut the shit, and let's get into this. It's <laughs> Yancey says it's better this way, to be honest. Thanks, Yancey. <laughs> you're saying something about my body? How dare you? This week's schedule-wise... We got some teams that are playing seven games, which is always wonderful news for me because seven games means more stats for everybody. Yay! Woohoo! The Yankees have seven. And check this out. They got seven games against Baltimore and Detroit total. That is a nice slate. This might be the week where the Yankees' offense rises. What do you say, Deary? Oh, yeah. I absolutely agree. Are they in Baltimore? Do you know? Uh, Yeah, they are. At Baltimore, yes. Fort Camden and then three at home against our Tigers. Okay, and Baltimore's best pitcher, John Means, just pitched today, so they're going to escape him. And Detroit can't score runs, and they give up a ton of home runs. So look for the Yankees to have a big power week for sure. They might go 7-0 this week. That's ridiculous. The Baltimore, I mean, Baltimore's a fun team. They ended Oakland's winning streak today, right? I'm so. calling it right now. The Yankees go 7-0 this week. Oh, yeah. Now we're cooking with gas. All right. I can respect that. I'm a little shocked, but I respect you. <laughs> well, they're so, not losing yeah. to the Tigers. They might lose to Baltimore. Absolutely. Dude, the Tigers' offense is god awful right now. It's so bad. Yeah. There's nothing. There's nothing going on. There's not even a Keel Badu fun to go. It's just no. all trash and I mean, empty, empty numbers. I mean, what would you expect? Look at the lineups they're throwing out there. None of these guys are any good. <laughs> well, uh, Miguel Cabrera came back today, so that's good news. Great. Would you be targeting what, what you Miguel Strike Cabrera? Out? Yeah. No. Would you be? You would not be targeting him as a. If you're in a 15 team league, he's not no. worth picking up. No. No. For what? Okay. I don't know. I'm just asking RBI that. opportunities. Th- those don't exist. Is he going to hit a home run? He's coming back from a bicep injury. No. <laughs> Okay, fine. No, I'm out on all Tigers fantasy wise, except maybe Spencer Turnbull. Yeah. Now we're see, there we go. Now I think he 
We'll talk about two-star pitchers shortly. He's close. He's borderline. He might be in play. I'll have to double-check that. Uh, but Ryan says, oh, no, Glaber Torres is playing his favorite team, the Orioles. That's right. That's right. That's a really good point, Ryan. If you're a Glaber Torres owner, it's going to be a good week for you. Four games in Baltimore. I Man. am, and I'm still waiting for him to heat up. It can't get any worse, though, right? It cannot get any worse than this. It, it? It's been a little bit of bad luck. A little bit of bad luck. <laughs> All right, we're glad you're all with us here talking about fantasy baseball in the week that's coming. The Yankees have seven games, so target those Yankees. They're going up against the likes of Matt Harvey. God, in DFS, I would heavily be targeting a couple of Yankee stacks this week. There's got to be some opportunities against guys like Jorge Lopez and Matt Harvey. The Astros also have seven games this week. They got four against Seattle and three against Tampa Bay. So that's good news. There's also the Atlanta Braves. Four against Chicago Cubs and three against Toronto. And I think, uh, oh, most, yeah. And then Oakland, Seattle, and uh, the Dodgers. So there's a lot of seven-game schedules this week, which is good news for you guys out there if you are owners or targeting any players from those teams. All right, so let's take a look at uh, more fab pickups. Two-star pitchers this week. What about Ryan Weathers? Like, not even a two-star, just a guy that we talked about on the show earlier in the week, and he looked really, really promising. He's a he's a youngster. He's a first-round first pick from 2018, seventh overall. Son of David Weathers, as you informed me on the last show, Deary. How much is too much for Ryan Weathers? For a fad bid? That's really interesting. Uh, who's he got this week? Well, uh, the Dodgers, seven-game slate. It's going to be a doozy. They're facing Cincinnati and Milwaukee. Oh, the Padres are? Oh, shit. I'm saying the, I'm an idiot. I'm <laughs> it's because they man. just played the Dodgers. <laughs> My name is Michael. I know nothing. He's probably pitching Wednesday, Tuesday or Wednesday against? Taco Bell the movie? Uh, the, the Padres are off on Monday, okay. but then they're back in biz on Tuesday going head-to-head with your favorite team, the Diamondbacks in Arizona. So they'll have a six-game slate. And it looks like Weathers will probably get, as of now, the Diamondbacks on Wednesday. So right, would I, you like would you like that in Arizona? Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd be putting a bid in for him. Just how high is that bid? Is triple digits too much? I think someone's going to go triple digits for him because of how well he looked against the Dodgers. I'm not sure how many innings this guy's going to get, though. I mean, he has <laughs> less than 100 innings in, in professional ball. He's got 15 innings in uh, in the, in the so, majors. Okay, let's say you spent a uh, you know, $1,000 fab budget. Let's say you've spent $150 already. Are you willing to put another 10% of your bankroll on a guy like Weathers, or is it too flimsy? Look what's, look what's happened with some of the biggest fab bidders. McKinstry, IL. Injured. Mm-hmm. Merriweather, IL. Mm-hmm. And people put shitloads of money down on these guys. And then so I got Akil Badu not doing anything anymore. Right. I, we all, we all, I mean, I love Akil Badu. We all knew it was coming. Uh, Fab bids on guys that are rookies are da- are dangerous, or guys that we've never seen, you know, break out at all. You know, I, I'd rather yes. put, I'd rather spend more money on a guy that we've seen it before. You know, let's say, you know, you know, a, a guy like a Evan Longoria. Let's say if he was available, and you know, at least you know, you know, I mean, he's not healthy right now, but at least you know he's a guy who who's done it before, and if he's he's playing well, okay, I could get maybe a couple months out of him. Yeah. The low, the lowest end of it will be at least he's he's still producing for me. Ryan Weathers, he pitched into the sixth inning against the Dodgers the other day. How often is he going to do that? Is he going to is he even going to be in that rotation come September? Anthony Gialdi's here, the guy who made my shirt. Anthony, what does the Vegas thing mean? I want to know. That's the one thing we need to know, Anthony. Let us know in the live chat there. Uh, but yes, you're right. Is it worth it for Ryan Weathers? I don't know. Maybe. <sighs> I, I just don't think it's worth spending more than like sixty dollars. I really okay. don't. Okay, that's probably not going to be the winning bid. I I I have no. a feeling a winning bid will probably be triple digits. Yes, which I would I would not be uncomfortable with it. Now, let's say you haven't been able to hit on any of your fab bids, and you got like nine hundred and fifty bucks left still. <sighs> yeah, that's we're going into what we're going into week five. Yes, I don't think. You can trust a guy who just shows up on the scene for permanence. <laughs> I can't put triple digits. I can't put more than 10% of my budget on a guy that I just don't know where he'll be in a month. 
Who knows? You don't know where he's been in the month. Now, I know he's a big-time prospect. He was a first-round draft pick. But he hasn't seen a ton of major league hitters yet. Like, there's no way he's just going to step out and have a Ubaldo Jimenez first half of a season that happened a decade and a half ago or whatever. I don't see that from him. Remember that? 15-1, and Ubaldo, in course. It really happened, dude. We were there. We lived it, man. That season, (laughs) that set him up to basically keep getting contracts over and over again for the next decade. Oh, yeah. He was was never good again. The promise. Yes, the promise. Uh, Anthony Gialdi says uh, he gave him out the T-shirts, the Kansas City Moose, in Vegas at the NFBC to all the cool guys. And now That's what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking. All right. Thanks, Anthony. Thank you for letting me be part of the crew. Uh, <laughs> Gialdi is cool, says Yancey. Can't wait to get a green moose shirt one day if my grades are good enough. <laughs> <laughs> Hang in there, Yancey. Don't give up. I know it's going to happen someday. Would you, okay, so back to Weathers, would you put more money into a guy like an Alex Wood over a Ryan Weathers? Because we've seen it from Wood before. He's been injured the last couple seasons, but he's looked pretty good through two starts already. Ah, dude, I saw these stat lines. Alex Wood against the Marlins just pissed me off. It's not real. It's not real. Aren't both his first starts against the Marlins, by the way? Wasn't it in Miami, and then he pitched against them in San Francisco? Correct. Yeah, he went five innings. First outing, four strikeouts, no walks, no runs. And the second time on the 23rd, he went seven innings, seven Ks, one rock, walk, one run. <sighs> Alex Wood is a ticking time bomb. He always has been. Every time, he's like... The Giants are incredible. I don't know what the hell's going on over there. Some type of magic powder or potion that they've put inside of the clubhouse because all these pitchers they're getting are kind of similar. Gaussman, Wood, they're like so similar in the spec that you can never trust them consistently, but they've shown flashes of brilliance. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I'm not a fan. I'm not a, I'm not a fan of Alex Wood. I've tried it other years and it worked out well but at this point when's he going to get hurt isn't it always a matter of like his back i mean is his back really healthy now is he fully fully recovered and ready to rock well the question is do you trust dollars on alex wood the question is would you trust him over ryan weathers i think i actually would i think i actually would but that's not that's a tough one that is a really because because of the because of the injury history for sure he hasn't been healthy in three years yes that's the concern here is Wood has shown he's been an all-star before and he's put up full season's worth of numbers. Weathers has never done that before and he's going to get tired or not be able to be allowed to pitch enough because he's a youngster and we got to take care of his little baby arm. You know, that's how it works. That's just how the game's played. So I guess Wood over Weathers, but I wouldn't spend triple digits on either. I wouldn't. Wood will be going up against Colorado on Wednesday, which Colorado's bats are starting to heat up. As we said the other day, Trevor Story, Grand Slam today. So he's starting to really, really catch fire. But you mentioned our guy earlier in the show, Spencer Turnbull. That's the guy I would spend money on. I trust him. He's got, I think it's looking right now like two starts versus Kansas City and then one at New York. Uh oh. But New York's not, New York will have to prove that their offense is good. I, I would pitch anybody in New York right now. There's nothing to be afraid of. I agree. Yeah. It's not like they're putting up 10 runs a game. I mean, they've, they've, They've won, I think, three of their last four, but they haven't scored a ton of runs. They lost today. Only scored, I think, three runs. I think they lost 5-3. Yeah. Yeah, Turnbull will have the Royals uh, on Monday, and then it looks it's like... It's a Monday matinee, too, by the way. What I hate the Monday early games. One ten right here in Detroit, dearie. We should go. How does that affect you? What? It's just too early. What, what, are, you doing at, what are you doing at 1 o'clock on a Monday? Nothing. I don't know. It's just We need more time for like the first game goes live. I just think it's too <laughs> soon. I want the first game on a Monday to be at night. That's all I know. Okay. And then I think he'll have uh, Saturday against the Yankees. Speaking of uh, two-star possibilities that will destroy your life, Brad Keller is going against Turnbull tomorrow. Okay. I think that qualifies him as a two-star pitcher who absolutely burned my ass this week. He got shelled in his start earlier in the week. I was so pissed. It was it was. Stupid. It was against Tampa Bay, I believe, and it was a garbage-ass start. I've never liked Brad Keller, but I listened to other people that I respect telling me that, oh, Brad Keller's got, you know. <laughs> you got talked into it again, man. We just talked about this last time. I pod. know. <laughs> well, this this was part of that original rant, too, was the Keller nightmare. So. I don't like him either. I don't. What is there to like about Keller? I mean, he goes against Tampa Bay. 
Tampa Bay won that game 14 to 7, so it ended up being a total blowout on Tuesday. And Keller's the one who blasted off the festivities by giving us one and two thirds innings, five earned runs, three walks, only three hits, but uh, I'd have to look more into the contact to see what kind of contact he was giving up. It just doesn't look very good. I mean, okay, in 54 innings last year, he, he looked good, but his strikeout, he, like, he doesn't strike people out. For being a guy who's 6'4", 6'5", 250, he doesn't strike people out, really? and he's, he's, he's giving big. up home runs like crazy this year. I didn't know he's that big. That's interesting. Yeah, he's a monster. 6'5", yeah. yeah. 6'5", Okay, so Brad Keller, Spencer Turnbull, Ryan Weathers. Who do you like of those three? <laughs> Probably Turnbull. I agree. Probably Turnbull. What if you threw Alex Wood in there? I think it's still Turnbull. I don't like Alex Wood against Colorado. I, I think, I mean, Turnbull will probably get a loss, even though he might only give, he'll probably give up under three runs because the Tigers aren't going to score on Tuesday or Monday, whenever it is tomorrow. <laughs> what about uh, Domingo Herman? Is he back for the Yankees? I believe he pitched earlier this week. After his best start of the season, is he back, though? Is he back for good? Oh, like, do you back? trust him? Mm. Because he did have a nice start here, and now he's got two starts this week. And that's the kind of guy who he can be really, really good. And if yeah. you can pick him up to start two games this week as a streamer, I, I kind of like that. He, he's had he's had a really nice career at times. He only got held up by all the off-the-field stuff that happened. I'm not condoning it. Obviously, you know, he's an asshole. He made mistakes. Life goes on. I understand that. But you know, his curveball looks pretty good. You got to catch him in like these hot stretches because over a course of a season, he really hasn't looked that great. You know, I mean, 2018, 85 innings, 2019, 143 innings, 4.03 ERA. That's pretty good. Strikeout numbers were close to 10 on K per nine. Didn't mm -hmm. really give up a ton of home runs. You, you got to catch him in those hot streaks. I think it was 19 where he started out like really, really hot. He's a guy who wasn't drafted in many leagues. And then he got scooped up a lot. He was he was a type of guy that people were holding on to and keeping for 2020. And then, of course, we didn't see him last year. Well, he's got Baltimore and the Tigers. Like, we already covered the Yankee schedule. That's a That's decent. A good... The Tigers is great. That's great. Baltimore's the only risk there. Yeah, Baltimore's hit or miss. Yeah, I, I, this is I, I, dynamite. Oh, <laughs> That's great analysis. Thank you. You talk. <laughs> Give me two. Baltimore's hit or miss. Thanks for coming out, everybody. We're out of here. See you. Well, Austin Hayes hit two home runs. No, you, you see that? Oh, I did not see that. Congratulations, Austin Hayes. Good to be back. Living they the looked, life. They look good. He pulled one to left field and then put one out right center. Looked really good. Off Lissardo. Both of them are off Lissardo today. Hey, right center. That's kind of where we sat when we saw that game. That Mike yep. Clevenger pitch in yeah, 2018. Right Remember that? Uh, Ryan says, no other Yankee starter besides Garrett Cole can even last five innings. Tyon was looking good today, and then he fell apart. But Herman might be the guy who can. It's his follow-up. That's comment. correct. So, yeah. Okay. So out there, you guys on the live stream, would you rather have Alex Wood, Domingo Herman, Spencer Turnbull, Ryan Weathers? Let us know here. Let, let us know what you think. I, I think the bids here allow you a lot of guys that are decent enough where nobody should be too pricey. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of guys here in the fray that are not really separating themselves as two-star guys this week mm -hmm. so much. Mm -hmm. So it might be a, a way where you can sneak in on somebody like a Herman if they're still available in your league. Uh, Austin Gomber's a guy we haven't mentioned. Austin Gomber was last week. Uh, shout out to our guy Bubba, Bench with Bubba. Great podcast, by the way. Listen to it. Casey Bubba. Not from Kansas City. It was his sneaky pickup of last week. And that was a little, he, he put out a tweet out on Sunday and said, Hey, uh, can you guess who my sneaky, sneaky pickup is? And I thought it was Willie Calhoun, but I was wrong. It was good old Mr. Gomber, but Gomber's got two starts. It looks like, and he's been decent, decent. He's sneaky. pitched in, he's pitched into the six. He's pitched six innings, uh, against the Astros against the Dodgers. He went into the seventh against the Giants. His first start of the year against the Dodgers was rough. He had seven walks, but since then he's got the walks under control. Four walks, two walks, two walks. He's been able to strike out guys pretty well. Earned runs, two runs, three runs, two runs, one run. You can you you can uh, you can be happy with that. You can you can uh, certainly be fine with Austin Gobber doing that. Who does he have this week? Uh, <laughs> what does this mean? More like Austin Bays, am I right? What does that mean? Like he's hot? You want to bang him? 
A bay is like a hot chick or a hot woman or something. Is that what that means? I don't know this Florida ying- lingo that Yancey's talking about. Bay. Bay is like your bay, like your lady or your, I don't know, your lover. The one you love. Before right? anyone else. I don't get, Yancey, you have to enlighten <laughs> us. I don't know what this means. Yancey, we're 40. We don't understand this millennial lingo. Hey, come on now. Yancey's, he's just not like a child. <laughs> but this week, Austin Gomber is going head to head against. San Francisco and Arizona, both on the road. Austin Gomber gets that classic Coors. Coors. That classic Coors fear. Like, oh, he's a he's a Colorado pitcher, so you instantly dismiss him. But you just laid out that some of the stats look not too shabby. And I think he's been, I'd rather, he's been, you know, he's been dependable. Yeah, I would think I would put a cheap bid on him this week at like, I don't know, uh, Maybe something like $12. See if $12 can get the job done. So, so, and if you lose that one, you can be like, okay, someone wanted to pay more. I'm not going to pay more. You can live with it. But make sure. More than anything else, and this is something I learn every week, back up your bids. Triple back your bids. For the same guy, if you're going to pick up Austin Gomber, make sure that you have three more guys behind it. Like Austin Gomber, if there's three guys you can drop, then you want to have three bids for Austin Gomber with each of those guys that you want to drop just in case one of them doesn't work out because you don't want to be left with zeros. You don't want to be left with nothing. You don't want to be sitting there saying, oh, man, I should have put in more bids, and now my bids yeah. didn't work out. You have to back up your bids. That's something yeah, I've I, I learned. I learned that in the first couple of weeks. There was only like a couple of bids. Now I'm doing like six, seven bids a week just on, on wow. guys that I need to get rid of. Wow. So, yeah, there's a JT Brubaker is a guy. It looks like he's a one start now. Never mind. No JT Brubaker. Uh, Adam Wainwright, Philadelphia and Pittsburgh. He had 10 strikeouts the other day. How does this I know, guy do it's so this? dumb. So I was going dumb. against him in a head-to-head, and I'm like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> so dumb. 39 years old. He's still doing it. Yep, Ryan says, I've been stuck with bums for a week for not backing. Exactly. Ryan, you understand what we're talking about here. Welcome to hell. Ah, it's a nightmare. You don't want to get stuck like that. Nobody wants to be stuck with a bum. Unless it's Madison Bumgarner, who threw a no-hitter apparently today. That's not real. It was not a real <laughs> no-hitter. Let's make that very, very clear. Not real. No. Bullshit. Seven-inning no-hitter is not real, and no one's going to tell me otherwise. So, uh, Nate Pearson could be back. I think he comes off the IL today or tomorrow. So, it could be Pearson time. And if he's on the waiver wire... Time to put in a bid. I'd put in a lot of money for Pearson. I think he's a great pitcher. He's got a bad rap, some bogus injuries. And for some reason, nobody kept him on their IL or did not stash him on a bench. I would be willing. I think I'd be willing to put, you know, 85 bucks, wow. $7. Yeah, wow. it's an eight, this is a real big-time pitcher we're talking about here. He's thrown, eight, he's thrown 18 innings in the major leagues. 18 innings. <laughs> yeah, okay, well. 18 innings. Who do you trust more, Ryan Pearson? Or Ryan Pearson. Nate Pearson. Nate, Pierce, Nate Pearson or Ryan Weathers? I mean, Nate Pearson throws 100 miles per hour. <laughs> he's, he's got incredible stuff. Um, he, he gave up uh, God, five I, runs I, I, yeah, on that, two and two-thirds innings at an alternate site scrimmage game on Saturday. I mean, so he is close. There's some Pearson love. I mean, this guy was their top pitching prospect a couple of years ago. Oh, man. He might need one more start before he comes off and is ready to go. So Eight, this but, might be the week to pounce, though. I think, it's the, I think it's the $85 might be too much. Why? I think a, 80, this is a top I, 50 overall prospect in the major leagues. Yeah, you just said know? it. Prospect. He's a prospect. Like $85 for a prospect. I was thinking more of like $20 to $30. Wow, that's too low. If we're talking triple digits for other guys that like Ryan Weathers and Alex Wood and people are going crazy about these Ryan guys. Ryan Weathers has pitched this year. Nate Pearson hasn't. But he will. You <laughs> come on. You know you have okay. to you have What's to anybody re- picking up Ryan Weathers last week for a hundred dollars or for eighty-five dollars? No. No, they were not. But someone's so, gonna pick up Nate Pearson for eighty-five dollars this week. I think it's a good idea. I think it's a great idea. Oh, you're breaking news from Ryan in the live stream here. Tommy Pham injured in Sunday night baseball and yanked from the game. It was only a matter of time, right? <laughs> in other news, rain is wet. Thank you, Ryan. <laughs> yes, Tommy Pham is the ticking time bomb, just like Alex Wood. Same thing. It's amazing. Like soon. we talk about, like is does injury prone? Is that real? Does it happen? Like 
it really is with some of these guys, like a Tommy Pham. These guys just can't go through a season without getting injured. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, let's talk relievers here a little bit. Josh Domont got the save for the Royals yesterday. The Royals have had, I believe, is this correct, six different players with a save? Six? Six. I'm not, I'm not kidding. I'm not making that up. Well, Stomont just came off the IL. I have a feeling like he would have moved into that closer role a little earlier to take over for Holland if he hadn't gotten injured. I think now that he's been placed in that role, I think it's his for the rest of the season unless he completely falls apart. Ooh, okay. So Stomont's the guy. So we should be bidding triple digits? There's too many (sighs) players in that bullpen, though, to put triple digits, isn't it? I know, but it's interesting. We've seen it the last few weeks. You know, Lou Trevino goes for two hundred and fifty bucks, and that's yeah. another bullpen that that's crazy. Like just He's just thinking great. back, just thinking back the last like three four weeks. You know, think about like when Julian Merriweather that first week there was two hundred dollar bids for Julian Merriweather. People are going to bid high for guys that step in and become the clo- and become possible closer. And you know, he stepped in earlier this week. I think he. I think he's probably going to. Supplant himself as the closer. I think he's got the best stuff out of that pen. The the, the issue is he's young. <gasps> wow. Here it is. Greg Holland, two saves. Scott Barlow, one save. Wade Davis, one save. Jesse Hahn, one save. Josh Stomont, one save. And Kyle Zimmer, one save. All on the Royals. Isn't that incredible? That's nuts. I wouldn't, I would, I myself would not put a hundred dollars in on Josh Stomont just because it is a little volatile with with the amount of other guys that are there. What's Holland's in, injury? Do you know? Is he hurt? Yeah. Oh, God. I missed this. I can't keep up on everything. Gosh. I try so right. hard. But... That's why I asked you, because I thought you kept on it. I try so... I don't... I didn't know that he was injured. Nobody told me anything. It was an so, undisclosed was... injury. He was activated from the IL uh, yesterday. on Saturday. Okay. Yeah. Yesterday. So, he's good to go. He's not good to go. Is that what you're telling me? Now I feel like an idiot right now. <laughs> Well, he hasn't looked good through his first seven innings. So you think he is injured? Is that what you're telling me? Well, I thought he was injured, but it looks like he just came back. And the injury the injury was undisclosed. Right. Yeah, so he's back. So whatever it was, bleh. probably now, maybe it was a reaction to a vaccine or something. I don't know. Is he, was... is he back and is he the closer again? Well, he is for now, but Stomont's the guy. You just said he was. Well, I, I don't know what the fucking Royals are thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I listen. I drafted Stalmont in one of my leagues because I said by the time we would get to June, Stalmont would be the closer there because I just didn't trust Greg Holland over the full season. Okay. Okay. Well, Yancey says there's been a hot closer to bid on every week. Of course, that's true, Yancey. Obviously. Ryan says he was gone for one day because of the COVID shot. Thank you, Ryan. Yeah, Craig Holland. Even Diego Castillo of the Rays, he had a reaction. There's reactions. There's side effects to these COVID vaccines, and people need a day off. Thank you for helping us through this pod. Yeah, audience. you guys are great. Yeah. Thank you, Yancey. Thank you, Ryan. <laughs> we we Ryan. would not be able to get anything right if it wasn't for you guys. We've had three different people help us out with the uh, Sam Hinkie, <laughs> and there you go, the update on Holland. Thank you so much. We That's why we love our community. In fact, this is a perfect time to take an opportunity to check in on our latest Palazzo podcast invitational standings dun 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 it's the end of a week another week in the books nothing's changed is it bad i'm still in 14th place is that true yeah i i I hate my team oh no you think you're screwed because you're stuck with it no i think we're screwed because we drafted too early (laughs) no i listen no I, i i can't make excuses i'm the one that drafted this team you must it's all on me you must take you know, responsibility for your That's actions. Right. You know, if you make a mistake, then live with it. Move forward. We've all made mistakes. I'll make more mistakes every day I make a mistake. Check this out. Overall standings, it's Richard Sands in first place of the overall Palazzo Podcast Invitational with Andrew Poplin right behind him. As always, these guys are battling back and forth. It's 496 and a half to 495 and a half. What a ball game we got going here. It's a barn burner. Maybe so, we should yeah, do no, bets. Nothing should bet on this. No, we don't want to bet on this. What am I talking about? That's stupid. No, You're going to bet on other people's fantasy teams? That's just <laughs> yeah. dumb. Sounds like the most. Here we go. There's Michael Govier in 46th place. Look at me. God, that's embarrassing. And then Deary. I'm in 56th place. 
I'm sorry, dear. You're in 56th place. Why do what? I'm supposed to be an analyst. What is this? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know any hey, of people. There's our buddy Joel in 44th. Joel's hanging in there. That's fun. Oh, thanks, Joel. Uh, but yeah, the the Plaza podcast is far from older. Our pal Anthony Gialdi, who got me this lovely shirt that I'm wearing today, he's in 19th place. Mark Kiefer in the top five. Check out Mark Kiefer, by the way. He's doing DFS work, and it's fantastic. He's writing for Rotoballer, so please check out Mark Kiefer's DFS stuff. He knows what he's talking about. He's got a lot of experience. He personally filled me in on a ton of good shit. You don't want to miss it. And Russell Withers, the guy who makes the greatest gifts in the game. He's in ninth place, so Russell's hanging around. Good for you, Russell. Yay! All right, back to relief pitching. So I think Stolmont's the guy going forward. It'll be Stolmont and Holland, but Stolmont will rise to the top because Holland's inconsistent. As long as Stolmont's healthy, he's got the stuff, and he'll take the job. I really believe you should bid big time on Stolmont if he's available. Do it now where it might be a little cheaper before it becomes obvious that he's the closer later. That's how you win. Get yeah, ahead of the game. Can't wait a week because if you wait a week and he's still out there, it's it may be 150 160 bucks for him. Yeah. Otherwise, relief pitching wise this week, I don't know, man. I, there's not a, <laughs> right. Uh, um, Jake Diekman got a couple saves this week, but wasn't that just because Trevino was overused? They brought Trevino early into one of the games. They also had a double header this week, I believe. Yeah, I don't think there's a. I think this is the week to speculate and get ahead of it in terms of guys who could take closer jobs. Pay for it now at a cheaper price rather than wait until one of these guys actually get the job. It's kind of like, uh, you know, it's it's like you're predicting. You're like with prospects. You're waiting for a prospect to burst. So you get on them early. So you hopefully have them by the time they bloom into the wonderful player that they will become, right? Like stocks. Stocks, bonds, Dow Jones, yeah. shit like yeah. that. Um, I know the Reds bullpen is a mess, which is unfortunate because I thought they got <laughs> Amir, a lot of arms, Amir but Garrett's, it's a nightmare. Amir Garrett is awful. <laughs> I think he had uh, – they got blown up that one game this week where they lost 14-11, and the bullpen was very much responsible for that. Mm-hmm. I think Amir Garrett gave up nine earned runs recently. <laughs> I like Lucas Sims. The elbow injury didn't seem to be a thing. Remember that preseason? People said, Lucas Sims got elbow issue. Watch out. But he's healthy, as far as we know. And then there's TJ Antone, who could end up being a starter still. I, I think you should – if Antone's available, I really like him. Do you like Antone regardless of his role? I, I think Antone and Sims are their two best guys in their bullpen. But the problem it's is, stones. yeah, Antone might be a guy who ends up starting. I mean, like we just talked about Ymir Garrett's been terrible. Sean Doolittle has been just as bad. If you if you put Sim, or if you put uh Antone into the rotation, that really leads you leaves you thin in the bullpen. I mean, you got Jose De Leon, Carson Fulmer, we all know how much garbage he he'll give you. Sal oh. Romano, that guy's been around for for a bit. He's he's not that great. You need some back end help and if you put Antone into the rotation here, then you're taking a good guy out of the bullpen. Tyler O'Neill came back today, hit two home runs. He's off the IL. That's good news. Mm-hmm. So yep. that's definitely a, somebody I would target. I have a bid in for him as well. Of course you do, because you're a smart man. And that's why you are part of the Hey, it's Rico Palazzo Fantasy Baseball Podcast, which is part of the Roto Fanatic Podcast Network. We're doing our live weekly fabulous streamers show. We do it every Sunday evening. We talk about the week that is coming. We've already laid out some of the schedule stuff. That's what we do here on the Palazzo Podcast. Two L's, two Z's. Utah, give me two. There's a lot of teams with seven games, which makes me happy. But as far as relief pitching, it looks pretty crappy. I don't really have much other advice other than Throw a dart at J.B. Bukaskis if you want. You know, they're a mess. Crichton doesn't have the job. Ginkle doesn't have the job. Uh, I, I don't yeah, know. Crichton, Crichton got hurt this week as well. Uh, Bukowskis has come in and uh, he's come in two games and looked pretty good. I mean, the talk is he might end up taking over that closer role eventually if he, you know, continues to move forward looking pretty good. Yeah. Otherwise, that's it. I mean, if... We already said earlier in the week that Matt Barnes will eventually implode, but it's not happening yet. It hasn't happened. But it hasn't happened yet. But if you want to get ahead of the game, remember it's probably Ottavino. And then there's this guy that somebody made me aware of today for the first time. Good old Whitlock. You know about this guy, Whitlock? Yeah, Garrett, Garrett Whitlock. He's former amazing. Yankee. Former Yankee, right? Oh, he's a he's a former Yankee? I didn't know I, that. I, I thought I thought he was in the Yankees uh system a few years ago. I had no idea who the hell this guy was, and I got tweeted at today from our good friend. Friend of the show, Mr. Darren S. 
Canada dude, as he is known on Twitter. And he said, hey, uh, what do you think about Whitlock or Graveman or Antone? And I was like, Whitlock? Who the hell's Whitlock? So I had to investigate. He was drafted by the Yankees. Well, I investigated and found all about him, and he's really pitching great. He's had, I think, 11 innings or 11 strikeouts, no runs given up yet. He's been fantastic so far. And this guy, this guy was a starter in the Yankees system. He was. He was a starter. He was a starter okay. in 2018 in A plus ball, 70 innings, 2.44 ERA. In 2019, 14 games started, 70 innings, 3.07 ERA as well. Hmm. Well, 11 innings pitched, 14 strikeouts, no earned runs yet, man. I didn't know who this guy was. Now I know who he is. I want to thank our guy, Darren, again. Canada, dude. Thank you, Darren S., for helping me see the light on Garrett Whitlock. I've actually bookmarked him and put him on my watch list in a bunch of leagues now because that's good stuff. And if he rises into that role, if Barnes fails, if Adovino gets hurt, some something happens. There's, there's probably going to be injuries at some point. It happens everywhere. Of course. You're right. Oh. And that's a really good team where saves will be available. So... Just throw that in your back pocket as a little gift from our buddy Darren. Uh, as far as hitters this week, um, hmm, I don't really think, again, there's somebody I'm dying to go to the list and get. It will all depend on your league, you know, and who's available, because it's not all going to be the same. It's not a universal list of free agents in every baseball league, right? There's might be guys available that wouldn't be available in other leagues, so that's dependent on you. But a guy like Elvis Andrews, um, is on a that, team. That's who I was going to mention. You were. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Then, by well, all he, means. Here's why I was going to mention him. He had three stolen bases this week. If Elvis Andrews can steal bases like he has in the past, like if he has the, the opportunity to steal 15 to 20 bases, this is an excellent fab pickup. And yeah. he's getting all the at bats in Oakland for a team that's been mashing ball. They finally lost today after going on what 13, 14 game run right there. But this is a guy who. Kind of went by the wayside as he, you know, got traded uh, to to Oakland in the offseason, coming over from Texas, where he was, you know, one of the better Texas Rangers Texas. of the last of the last ten years. And he's kind of been under the radar. Started off really, really slow with Oakland, but he had a pretty good week. Pretty good week. Five five hits, five runs, uh, RBI. Uh, only struck out four times, a couple walks, but the three stolen bases are really key. I talked about this a couple weeks ago on the Fab Show that stolen bases are really, really hard to find in Fab bids and. Shit, if Elvis Andrews can steal double-digit bases, if he can steal three a week like he's doing right now, this is an incredible opportunity to go out and scoop up some steals. Couldn't have said it better myself. Excellent analysis, Deary. Well done. Elvis Andrews will probably be cheap. Won't cost you much either, I assume, if he's available on your free agency wire. Some people may have given up on Willie Castro of our own Detroit Tigers because we already mentioned the Tigers' offense is stinky. P.U. Gross. Stinks. Forever. No, it won't last forever, but if he's available, I think you should go get Willie. He did hit a home run over the weekend. That's promising. And he does have talent. He can hit. And it just can't get much worse, can it? No, no, it's been it's been really bad. He was excellent last year, and he's he's swinging at a lot of stuff out of the zone. He's not being patient at the plate. That home run he hit yesterday against Singer, uh, which was a low low end in curveball that he hooked over the fence, looked really nice. This guy bat for a high average all through the minors, and it like you said, it can't get any worse than it started right now. He's sitting at two sixteen for an average. This guy has power. He's got a little bit of speed as well. He stole as many as seventeen stolen bases in the minors back in 2019 in AAA with the Tigers. So I, I think it's going to start to come around for him. He's got good uh, eligibility. I think he's got shortstop and second base eligibility. So you can probably get him on the cheap as well right now. Cheapy. We love cheap. That's a great, great piece of analysis. Deary, I think Willie Castro is underrated now. He was overrated probably coming into the season, too mm -hmm. much hype, and now yeah. he's gone under, which is good news for you guys. If you own him, hang on to him. And if he's free agent, put... $32 on him. 32 bucks. That's my random bid number right there. 32. 32. Yeah, there you go. I think you can get him for 15. That'd be great. Yeah, I would hope so. But uh, just to be safe, uh, Adolis Garcia. Adolis! We talked about him on Friday night when drunken, <laughs> when drunken, uh, Ryan, what is this, Brian K., our guy who always listens and <laughs> watches the show, he, he did admit he was a little intoxicated, had a few glasses of wine. And he mistakenly said Adonis Garcia, but Adolis Garcia is who we are talking about. Texas Rangers outfielder. He's got speed. He's got power. He strikes out a lot. 
<laughs> That's an understatement. <laughs> he, he's hit four. Yeah, it is. He hit four home runs in five games, I believe. He was on a tear over the last week. Ride the hot hand or not? You got to ride the hot hand. I think he's going to be the biggest uh, bid in my TGFBI league this week. I do have a bid in for him. I, I think it's going to end up being higher than, higher than the bid that I put in. But he's got five home runs. He's been batting fifth for the Texas Rangers, who they finally have moved. Clean moved up too. Yeah, they finally moved Solak up to the two spot, which like excites me because he just keeps getting on base. And although Joey Gallo is going to bet 310, he's still going to get on base every game. So there's a ton of opportunities RBI-wise for Adalis. And this guy who's shown power in the past, 2018 in St. Louis, he had 22 home runs in AAA. And then 2019 in AAA as well, had 32 home runs with 96 RBIs, 96 runs, and even 14 stolen bases. So this guy's got a little bit of speed. The issue is the strikeouts. He's probably going to go through these weeks where he strikes out two, three times a game, which can become frustrating, but he's the hot hand right now. And no walks, right? He's just not going to get on base enough Mm -hmm. in the, uh, in OBP leagues. I would ignore him, but if you want to ride a hot hand for a week, then who cares? Put a, I bet he'll go off a lot more. He might've already been bid last week because he was already getting the love, but if he's still available, take a shot. I'm not a big fan of Adolis Garcia, but if you want to ride a hot hand, Put down $57 on it. Screw it. Good friend of the show, Alan Sturrett. He's a, Alan is a very, very important member of our community. He's a rare patron of our show. Thank you. Thank you so much, Alan. We love your support every single time. Alan says, Billy Hamilton, question mark? No pop, but Larusa doesn't trust Vaughn. If Hamilton could get on base, he could help a lot with cheap steals. I just picked him up in case he starts to do something. I mean, that could happen. He's not going to get every day at bats. That's the problem. He's already been on the IL once this year. Oh, I just I, if you want Billy Hamilton, go out and grab him. I, I I can't do the Billy Hamilton. I've done it too many times in the past where I'm <laughs> like, man, this, this guy's going to steal seventy bases for me. Oh no, it doesn't happen because he batted one sixty. Uh, well, recently he's had two at bats. Over the last 10 days or so. Yeah, he's not a lot going on right now. But yes, if La Russa goes with him, it's worth a flyer. But I think you want to pay a very, very, very low price. You already said you picked him up, Alan. That's cool. I'm not a big Billy Hamilton fan anymore. I don't think you are either. You're just saying, hey, low risk, possible return on reward. Yeah. But if it's a if it's a weekly lineup setting, that's a yeah, different that's, story. Yeah. That's a big risk. Daily lineup where you know LaRusso is going to put him in there, uh, have, him, have him play in the outfield to, to spell Andrew Vaughn, who's never played left field before and is also off to a very slow start. If you get five starts out of uh, Billy Hamilton in a week and he can at least get on base a couple times, the stolen base opportunities will be there. So, I mean, to my point of stolen bases being very hard to find in the free agent market, he certainly has the speed. It's just whether or not he can get on base. Uh, and Drelton Simmons just came off the IL as well. He's on a good team offensively, the Twins. So if you want to take a chance on Simmons, you know, put $15, $10, $8, I don't know, $6 on Drelton Simmons. A decent range. The, yeah, if he's going to play every day, they want him to play every day because he has a great glove, he could still score runs and be a factor. So I would definitely take a look if you're looking for shortstop help in fantasy baseball. What about what about Rugnit Odor? Oh, God, there it is. I was hoping we get away with not talking about him, but you're right. We must talk about Rugden Odor. How many home runs did he have over the last week? Like five? He's got three home runs on the season. He's batted, he's batted cleanup twice in the, last, in, the, in the last week for the Yankees. Oh, he's been on a tear in that Cleveland series. That's Every time mm-hmm. I watched a highlight, he, yeah, he had a home run on uh, Saturday and Friday. Today he went 0 for 3. Uh, this is classic Rugnet Odor. It couldn't be any more typical, right? Yeah, this is home, what he does. He's, he's not striking out right now. So right now he's not doing what he would normally do, which is hit home runs and strike out and bat 205. That's a great point, though. We talked about the Yankees have a seven-game schedule, and it's a doozy against yeah. four Oriole games and three Tiger games. Right now, Odor's hot. If he's hot, you got seven games and you got seven games against teams that aren't that great this is probably a great call deary in fact it might be worth more than it would usually be worth if you're looking for middle infield help at second base yeah i mean you'll have to see like is he gonna sit against lefties though because he is a left-handed bat but they like him right now he's hot i mean he's playing every day recently. uh, yeah i mean they don't have anybody else like lemay who's got to play first and he's got to play second right now for them they don't really have anybody else because voight's still on the dl he's played four straight games 
And now he's coming home, and I assume uh, I'll have to take a look who's starting. But you got, like I said, Matt Harvey, a righty. The righty. Jorge Lopez is a righty. There's plenty of righties in the Orioles rotation to feast on. Mom, 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 mom. So that's a great call. You're really, really good point. Uh, all right, well, we got to get the show kind of wrapping up here because I got another show to do, the First Day Podcast, which is about mental health, which is very important, everybody. But as we close the Fab Show, don't forget, we got... Three shows a week, Sunday, Wednesday, Friday. We are here for you. This coming week, we're going to have some guests return. We haven't had guests on in a while. We took a break, just me and Deary, you know, getting cozy. But we're going to have on two guests this week, I believe. So stay tuned for that. There'll be more information on that on our Twitter feed, which is at Palazzo Podcast, two L's and two Z's. Utah, give me two. Any final words, Deary, for the coming week? Oh, I'm looking forward to the guests that we're going to have this week, uh, you know, Wednesday and Friday. Then we'll do the Fab Show again on Sunday. And I'm really interested to see how my Fab bids go tonight. I got seven bids out there in my TGFBI. I hope I get some luck. There's just guys on my team I need to get rid of. So this is why I need to I need to to, to hit on some of these bids here. So uh, Razzball, I'm still doing, still doing pretty good in Razzball, second in my league. And I think I'm hey! maybe top 25, 26 overall. Uh, my head-to-head leagues, I'm I'm okay, middle of the pack. One of them, I'm in second place, which is my 16-team bi- biggest money league. So I'm doing well there, and uh, still excited about baseball. Five weeks in. What about you, Mike? What are you looking forward to this upcoming week? Well, I'm not looking forward to the fact that Toronto, Pittsburgh, Washington, and San Diego have five games. So that's, that's two off days for those four teams: Blue Jays, Pirates, Nats, and Padres. So you might want to avoid picking anybody up if you're looking for a full slate of action this week. That's an important note. Otherwise, everybody else is playing six and seven games. A lot of seven-game teams this week. That's what I'm looking forward to. And I just, you know where I learned that from? Where did you learn that from? I learned it from rotofanatic.com. I'm looking at Crosby Spencer's schedule factors. It's telling me everything I need to know. It's fantastic. Go to rotofanatic.com, check it out, read Crosby's schedule factors. It's going to give you who's got the best schedule in the coming week based on where they're playing and why. And he ranks it and everything. It's all interactive. It's it's fantastic. It's just fantastic stuff. Uh, but, yeah, I'm looking forward to another week of baseball. It's The grind is officially on. By the mm-hmm. end of this coming week, it's going to be May, technically. So we're heading into the warmer days. Good times are happening. And we got great, great, great feedback from everybody. We're getting we, every show. We get regular viewers and listeners. Like, it used to be times where there'd be, like, zero people watching. We never have that anymore. We have at least, like, five people watching every time now. It's fantastic. Keep, keep, the, question, keep the questions coming. I love the the trade analysis. Throw some trades out to us. Uh, some fab bids. It was great. You threw some fab, fab bids at us today, which is excellent. And uh, hopefully we'll get the same action going next Sunday. Yeah, I hope we answered your questions or we got to where you wanted to go. There's... You know, there's a lot of hitters available this week, but none of them really blow my mind. It's it's a slower week for what's going on. The people we want you guys to focus on and that we'll be focusing on ourselves, we definitely covered. But hitter-wise, it's kind of blah right now. I, not a lot of guys that I'm like, oh, you got to get that guy. No, it's a, it's a lot of guys that shares share time. Like a guy like Sam Haggerty had a really nice week, but he's a guy who shares time in Seattle, and he's probably going to get no time once Jared Kalanick comes up. You got it, Deary. I agree. Okay, that's it for the Plaza Podcast. We'll be back Wednesday, and we will talk baseball. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate your time. Until then, keep your head up. Insane fantasy takes. Why you champion player? You must be insane. Insane fantasy takes. Right, lads. Now, I know there's not a faint heart among you. And I know you're as anxious as I am to get into close action. But we must bring him right up beside us before we spring this trap. That will test our nerve. And discipline will count just as much as courage. The Acheron is a tough nut to crack. More than twice our guns, more than twice our numbers. And they will sell their lives dearly. They mean to take us as a prize. (laughs) And we are worth more to them undamaged. Their greed will be their downfall. England is under threat of invasion. And though we be on the far side of the world, this ship is our home. This ship is England. So it's every hand to his rope or gun, quicks the word and sharps the action. After all, surprise is on our side.
save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Check out our great selection of garage and utility lighting options in stock, ready to take home today. We carry everything to help you illuminate whatever project you're working on. Shop garage and utility lighting products in store at your nearest Menards. You can also view all of our entire selection of lighting options today on Menards.com. Save big money. 